What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girl Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday to uh, Murphy's mom. How is motherhood? You know, I will be completely honest. In true Kelsey fashion, I underestimated how much work it would be. But he is a darling angel, and I love him dearly, despite the fact that he smeared um, number two all over the floor and my blankets this morning, um, which was no grand old time. <laughs> he got it on his like nose. I was like, yeah, puppy. Yeah, any puppy owners out there, I'm sure feel you with this endeavor. I was like, how did this get here? Like, how did you do this? I do not understand. But I can tell you that uh, baby wipes are a necessity in this household now. And it's been very helpful to have those. And I might have gone full hokey pokey and pulled up like I'm I'm like looking in. I'm sometimes I go a little hokey pokey. And I'm into like some frequencies like um, I listen to like 528 Hertz on Spotify, like for like calm music. And I listen to like pink noise or brown noise to go to sleep. And it's super weird. I know. Um, and you know, while I sit here surrounded by my crystals, there is some dog frequencies that I looked up to and tried to get him to calm down and go to sleep. Like this is who I am as a person now. You that guys. was my way. I, them too. I will definitely send them your way. <laughs> um, it's been a joy though. He's the best. And I need to send, I need to post pictures of Abby and him because he just loves her dear, dearly, and it's so cute. And Abby's just like the greatest dog ever. So um, we now have two mascots for this podcast. And I'm uh, down to have more. I feel like, well, really, Joey is a, also a mascot. Let's not forget. Joey yeah. the cat. Joey the cat. There's still cats in this house. So just, you know, <laughs> decided to just go full petting zoo. I'm like Tiger King, you know, like it's, it is what it is. I love it. Like, I was going to say, like, Target Carol Baskin. Yeah, like, I'm I'm coming for you, Carol. Like, I am (laughs) coming for you. I'm uh, concerned for anyone that you may date, um, as I hope they don't reach the same page as her husband, so. Correct. Well, (laughs) I never watched that show, so anything I say, I have no idea what I'm talking about, just so we're quick. If you guys did watch that show, the first episode, which is so crazy, um, they talk about like how there were other instances of like, you know, big cats being kept in captivity, like in non-zoo functions. And they mentioned Zanesville, Ohio, which um, if you guys- I feel like you've told this story, by the way. I have, like this happened like years ago. I don't even remember, maybe like a decade ago now. Um, but Zanesville, Ohio is a small town, like 45 minutes outside of Columbus, Ohio. It's actually my dad's hometown. And, um, my grandmother was still living there at the time before she passed away. Like my dad grew up on a farm. It's straight, like Ohio farm country, like Joe Burrow to its core. Actually another small fun fact, because I'm just in the instance of giving you guys fun facts today, Dan Patrick, the broadcaster, uh, is from there too. He was like my dad's like childhood best friend and would have been really cool if they would have stayed in touch because, you know, we could have had him on the show, but it's fine. But yeah, so anyways, like 10 years ago, there was this instance where this guy in Zanesville, like who my dad grew up with, I guess like he just, he was just crazy. And he had all these lions and tigers and bears, like, oh my, literally 
And he just went off the rails and decided to release them all into this like roaming farm country in Ohio. And it's like heavily wooded. And so I remember straight up calling my grandmother who lived on like several, like hundred acres at the time. And I was like, and she had horses and a, a big dog. And I was like, Hey, um, grandma, um, maybe don't maybe like close the stable and like, also don't let your dog out and don't go out yourself because there's literally lions and tigers and bears, like running around your neighborhood. Just so we're clear. Like they sent Jack Hanna up there to like have, they had to like, unfortunately euthanize them. Like it was just freaking nuts. So um, if you were there, I'm sure they'd be living in your house. So pretty positive. I would have been like, open the stables, put the tire kitties in there. We're going to keep them all. And it's fine. <laughs> it's great. Throw a couple steaks in there. We'll figure it out. Anyways, um, talk about a divergent. So to get us back on track, uh, <laughs> Murphy is doing great. Two thumbs up all around. Proud to be a, a puppy bomb. <laughs> Um, someone who kind of acted as a tiger during the home run derby, though. Look at that transition. Oh, we do need to revisit it because I know you and I did not go. And that's okay because I was like all for going until I remembered that it's the summer in Texas. And that sounds terrible. Um, but yeah, and then driving up to Frisco is a task in itself. Um, it is. It is. Yes. Um, I ended up having lovely dinner with my parents so I, I think I won in that scenario however speaking of winning um I was wrong about uh Mike Persons so I'd like I, to you know give him a formal apology for under underestimating him yet again I am um, I'm shocked by that I'll be totally honest with you because I was like fully convinced that, that I convince <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, I would bought into your argument because you said he was going to win. And I, I picked, I picked, uh, um, Zach Martin, right? <laughs> I believe I said that Micah would not win because, um, he, I thought he was just going to like try to go with the point is trying to go yard, obviously every time. But I was like, he's just gonna, you know, go all gas and miss a couple and like not win. Yeah. And I thought Diggs would win. Um, I was incorrect. So, you know, I don't mind, I don't like being wrong about most things, but about the Cowboys, since I commonly like to underestimate them in order to, uh, keep my sanity, yeah. um, I don't mind. <laughs> no, of course. So, um, linebacker Leighton Vander Esch LBE actually did end up winning the home run derby, but, uh, you sent me this hilarious tweet that I think our friend John Michelle <laughs> posted. This is just like, yeah, I just have to know, like, have you already purchased a Micah Parsons jersey? Because if you haven't, I feel like you're about to after learning that he literally was like he did batting batting practice and he was like, I can't, or he was he didn't like the bat. And so he went out and bought a $500 bat just for the competition. Like, that's hilarious and amazing. My guy loves to win. Um, I don't have his jersey yet. That, that might, you know, happen before the season starts. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's always in it to win it. He a uh, very competitive guy, as we've come to know. That's um, just phenomenal that he went to get a five hundred dollar bat. I hope he uses it more than once. I hope he does too. And I also hope that like they turned it into some like sponsorship. This is how my brain works. I'm like, oh, they have a partnership with uh, academy sports like 
academy sports need to, needs to hop on and like provide the bats next year and like make a joke out of it. You know, like this needs to be a thing they do. Um, yeah, but, didn't you go to Dick's Sporting Goods? Is that what you said? I think so, which, you know. I mean, it is the closest over there in that particular true. area. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, I also want to know too, like, I didn't know this, like obviously the college world series and like softball is, is going on right now too. And everyone's about to like get into the college world series, if you will. So we're seeing a lot of baseball type content around. And I am personally did not play baseball or softball myself. So I'm not very well versed. It's like the one sport that I think I would look absolutely ridiculous trying to play. And I feel like I just need to swing a bat. I don't think I've ever, wow. I don't think I've ever hit a softball or baseball. That's embarrassing. Did you not play in like when you're growing up? No, never. Wow. I don't think I've ever. That, I, uh, yeah. I played for like a hot second, but I was not good. So yeah. I moved on. But I, I, I digress as I have been doing a lot today. Apparently, um, like the, the metal bats can like obviously get, get you more dingers. And so I'm kind of wondering if he, there's like <laughs> regulations around this reliant home run derby. And if Micah went, went full into the whole like strategy of what kind of bat he was choosing. And I also, if it's not metal, I'm alarmed at the fact that a piece of wood can cost $500. It that's, it's freaking crazy. And he got 13 home runs, like just straight up a baller at all, at all sports. How many I'm, did I'm honestly he get? shocked he didn't win. How many, how many did know. Clayton get? I don't know. Yeah. More, well, than, more than 13. I can find out for you. I, uh, I'll keep looking and then we'll yeah. keep ta talking until I find it. That's honestly really <laughs> impressive though. Um, I obviously was incorrect, but it's okay because I realized that I was picking, I had a poor strategy after the fact. Um, but you know what? Zach Martin still did his part. They did end up raising, uh, the Cowboys raised more than $130,000, which is really awesome and really impressive. So it's a cool event. You guys should totally go next time, but, um, it's just a fun one in general. Like, I feel like it's a unique opportunity for all those guys to get together and do something fun. Like it's, it feels like we don't get a ton of those chances to do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I do want to stay on the Micah topic though, because, <laughs> um, I, I was laughing at this tweet that Micah sent out. And if you guys don't follow, uh, Dallas, Texas TV, I'm sure you do, like, but you should, it, I don't know who created it during the pandemic, but like kudos to them. Uh, excuse me. Well, um, Micah is freaking out about the gas as as everyone right and he's Who's like not freaking out about gas dude literally like the literally that um and he's like in high school i used to charge my friends five dollars to take them home he's like now i'm gonna my minimum is is 20. and first of all i just laughed when i read that because i was like you charge your friends five bucks to get to take them home like that's hilarious and phenomenal like what a little businessman and now he's like, I'm jacking the rates. It's 20 bucks. Yeah. I mean, I was always, I got my um, license later than all of my friends. So I was always hitching rides. Um, but they never charged me. I, how, how old were you? You got your license. Well, I was okay. So how, 
school works around here is that it's like September 1st is the cutoff for the next grade. So I was, I'm August 24th. So I was oh. always like one of the very youngest people in my grade. So that combined with the fact that um, I was getting all these rides. So I was being lazy about taking tests and doing the whole process yeah. um, led to, I was one of the last people to get my license. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, that makes sense. Um, I, on the other hand, in Kansas, I don't know why this is still a thing, or at least, I mean, granted, I'm old as hell now, so it quite possibly could not be a thing. Um, They had, I got my license when I was 14, and um, they gave you a tractor's license. (laughs) Ask me if I've ever, ask me if I've ever driven a tractor in my entire life. Oh, like I'm not even- the most Kansas thing I've ever heard, dude. I know. So I was driving when I was 14. Your tractor's license is like a permit. It's a permit. And then, um, then when you're 15, you get your restricted, which you can drive to school and to work. And so like 15 is when I was like driving without a parent whatsoever. So it's actually like kind of crazy to think about that, uh, now that I was 14, but you know, those, those were the rules. I do have to ask you though, if you, yes. like what's your going, like Micah's 20 bucks now his going rate as a driver. Like if we're like offering Uber rides, like, you know, we, I know you and I love a good Alto. Um, if you're not, in, if you're in Dallas or you, and you don't know what Alto is, look it up. It's amazing. It's the, it's like the original Uber black. Um, what's your going rate if you're an Uber driver, young Maggie? Here's the thing. I get distracted as a driver whenever there's someone in my car. So like a lot, hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm, I think it depends. I fancy myself a good driver though. I do like use the F word a lot while I'm driving. 
Um, but yeah. yeah, no, like the second someone gets in my car, I'm like, oh yeah, chat, 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 talk, talk, talk. And I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to get in an accident here. hundred dollars. I think. Pays for think, a lot of gas too. Yeah. I think I'm like a $75 minimum, but I'm also like not gonna, it's like my services can only be rendered, um, South of 635. And like, I'm going to stay like within my little bubble, like of, of downtown Dallas, like that's, and, and I'm, I'm not going to park my car in any like crazy places. Like this is solely like a pickup and drop off situation. And I get to control the radio, the end. (laughs) No, I mean, I feel like Kelsey controls the radio anytime she gets in the car. So there's that. It's true. Um, it's always the same song on repeat over and over again until she's done with it for then and then she switches it. That's correct. Cause I'm like, you were ever wondering. That's how I listen to music. I have like five songs on repeat that I just wear to hell. And then and my friends are like my friends that get annoyed and they know that they know the words. Like there's this one song that my friend that Meg actually came up with a nickname for because I listened to it so much. And it's called Broccoli Rob. <laughs> But it's not called Broccoli Rob at all, but it sounds like they might be saying Broccoli Rob. It sounds exactly like they're singing Broccoli Rob. You'll have to drop the name so people can agree with me. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's, um, dang it, I'm going to pull it up here in a minute because it's just like, it's so true. Um, all right, well, while I do that, I do want to have like a serious football conversation here quickly because, you know, we have to cover the ancillary things. But I, I, you've, you did a good job of, of alarming me today. Um, uh, there was a, there was a TikTok that you sent me from, uh, Colin Coward and he's calling, um, the Rams, the new America's team. And I have an issue with that. And I'm imagining that you do too. I mean, I don't take anything he says super seriously, but I was just like, I can't even follow your line of logic here, my guy. Like, they don't have fans that show up in their stadium. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He, his logic, he said, he goes, they are America's team because they're never in cap problems. They, um, are, they play in January and they treat people differently and right. And people always leave and say that they feel like that was the best two years of their life, like players. And I'm like, that could be true, but that's still like, you're, it's almost like you're taking like so many years of just legacy and, and like culture and trying to supersede it with recent success. And that's just not how it works at all. Well, yeah, I feel like some St. Louis folks would have something to say about that. Number one. Um, it's true. It's just like, yeah, it, they're like the short-term Kings, you know, um, they love a short-term contract. How, I mean, I, as I say that they're paying their guys right now. So there is that. <clears throat> I'm a little jealous um, about that. That's fair. Yeah. And they did, they, they did win a Super Bowl. Like I'm not taking that away from them in any way, like recent success aside here, but, um, like obviously they have, whatever the cap situation is like Steven needs to get on the phone with those homies and like figure that out. Um, but like, 
to say that there's like a whole yeah it's like you said there's a whole like culture behind it that they're just like completely skipping on there like no offense I love I'm a Dodgers fan by the way um I love like LA sports there is a market for it for sure yes like they like no one's eating like the or buying what the Rams are selling until like they got to go sit by Guy Fieri in the like Super Bowl and paid like five million dollars to get there, and that like that's what their fans, at least like because like the real fans can't get into the stadium. So, right. I mean, you could say that about us too. To be fair, <laughs> is that the going right to sit next to Guy Fieri? Five so, million dollars. Colin makes a point. <laughs> he he has like I get it, but it just it's just like. <sighs> It's your typical like off season. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yawning because I'm just like, it's, it's, it's like, oh, okay. Like, what are we going to talk about in the off season? There's not a ton to talk about. Like there are things that are happening, but like what, if we want to actually like get like ratings, like we're just going to go out here and throw out uh, the Cowboys. And that's, that's just, right. that's, it's a tactic and you always see it. And I'm just like, bro, like, the like we live in your head rent free like we live there rent free yeah like i mean cover your ears but he's a slut for clicks so he'll say anything to get people riled up and it's yeah if you ask anyone who's america's team they're gonna say the cowboys so it's like nice try um you know keep that campaign going if you want to make it happen but not now pal yeah well yeah and i was gonna joke and say that the browns they like to call themselves <laughs> that too, but like we like as you, I will not share my text messages this morning, but they ain't it. How's that? <laughs> they are not it. Um, yeah, no, I heard that and I was just like, that's ridiculous. Um, but I, uh, I, I guess like the other breaking news that we saw coming out of this week, which I, you know, you we felt was worthy of talking about was. Uh, the sale of the Broncos to the Walmart heir himself or one of them. And in doing so, let's see here. I'm going to pull up some numbers really quickly because you know I like to get nerdy for, for a minute. Um, oh, yeah. The price tag is $4.65 billion, which is the highest tag price for a North American sports franchise. And then, again, if you guys remember – um, you know, at the time, the Cowboys, when Jerry purchased it, was the largest deal for any NFL team. And that was equivalent to $302.6 million in today's money. So it's pretty bonkers uh, <laughs> what that price tag is. And also yeah. what's insane to me is that the NFL, I feel like I, I, I was kind of making a joke and I was like, oh, like the... Um, the Cowboys should make a bid for it. Like, why not? Right. Like they have all this money. And now everyone was like, oh, well, they would just be monopoly. Like they don't allow that. But now with, with all of this, the Broncos sale will now make Walmart heirs. They'll own almost every Colorado sports team, like pro sports team. So the Colorado avalanche will be owned by Ann Walton. So Walton is the name, uh, Ann Walton Cronky Broncos will be owned by Rob Walton. Colorado Mammoth would owned by Stan Kroenke, which again, like the Kroenke Waltons um, or Walton Kroenke's rather Denver Nuggets and Walton Kroenke, Colorado Ramp Rapids owned by Stan Kroenke. Like that's 
insanity. And I mean, the only thing that's left would be the Rockies. So basically Walmart, Walmart, watch out. Walmart owns, Walmart owns Colorado. That's just kind of wild to me. I mean, one would think the, so the Waltons are like, what, from Arkansas? Or am I completely making that up? No, that's correct. I know they're like headquartered out there. Is that just like the closest thing to them is like all these Colorado teams or like? I guess I don't know the logic or if it's like just so I wonder, I mean, (laughs) I would. I would like to know if they like grew up Broncos fans or something. Yeah. I also feel like they surely have like multiple homes in Colorado because that's what people with FU money do is just buy homes everywhere. I mean, I would too. So like more power to them, but like, I wonder if they just, I think that's a good point. Like, is this like pure luck that all these teams have come available in Colorado, like within, you know, their lifespan, like, or is this, or are they like, Hey, yeah, we like Colorado. So we want to invest in Colorado. And it just so happened that it turned out that way. I don't know, but, um, they want to invest in me, then, um, you know, I'm just kidding. I don't like Walmart. No kidding. No, like for (laughs) real. I'm not even joking. I always joked. Like I love, I will, you guys are going to hate me for this. I always would joke because I just love Colorado so much. And like, whenever I was like, you know, obviously I have my career in sports, but I would always tell people, I was like, if the, if the Broncos called, like, I'd have to answer that call. Like going and living in Colorado and working in the NFL would be like so cool, especially when they were good, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, obviously still be a Cowboys fan, but like, just like talk about like, that feels like just a perfect setup for someone like myself. So um, you and Randy Gregory both. I know, I know, I know. I did see though, too, they're talking about bringing in Peyton Manning as part of the ownership ownership group, which I think would be kind of awesome. You kind of have to, right? I kind of think you do too. That's like a great PR move on their part. Like other than, you know, John Elway, who's like in Von Miller, like who's more beloved, you know? Correct. Like I, I, I don't know the Broncos that well, but I have to imagine that Peyton's way up there. <laughs> yeah, no. Peyton's like definitely up there. And I think that's like, I think that'd be a really smart move. I do like wonder though, like, I mean, it's just interesting to see these guys when they're, when they're, I say graduating, gosh, I'm in graduation mode when they are done, like retiring the NFL. Like obviously we just saw Drew Brees quit or at least like separated from NBC. Um, He's not going to be doing the NFL or Purdue broadcast anymore. And so like, it's like, I look at like Peyton and I know he signed on for, you know, the Monday night football things. And listen, like you can be like, you can be as smart as you want and be as good at base or baseball, gosh, Kelsey football as you want, but like you, you going in and broadcasting those games, even as casual as they are, like, that's no joke, right? Like that's an actual, even if it's just being funny and whatever, like you still have to know like relevant things to be funny about. So I say all that because I'm like, well, how much time would he actually have to be a part of said ownership group? If he's like, like, what all is he getting his hands into, you know? Yeah. I mean, if Drew Brees wants to be a part 
partner of the Saints, though, I'm sure they would be happy for that at this moment. Yeah. And it could just be like a, like you said, like kind of like a figurehead type of setup anyways. And like, he could have just like, I'm sure he would like to have a say in there. Yeah. I'm sure he, he would have like a couple Manning casts. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I can do a deal with Omaha States and it'll be cute. We love to see. I would love to see that. I am all for that. But it just like, this also makes me think of like a couple, was it like a month ago when Jerry was like, the Cowboys are worth 10 billion. So like, whatever Broncos. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I, yes, you, you did I do not deny the fact that they're worth 10 billion. Well, or a lot of money, but I'm, if I've learned anything from business school, it's that there can be, <laughs> There's a lot of different ways of, of looking at valuation. <laughs> and oh yeah. 100%. So I am sure the Cowboys are still again like the most valuable franchise. Don't worry. But I, I also wonder like how much, you know, I would love to see like that number cut a couple of different ways with a couple of different calculations, if you will. Just right. I mean, that was like I feel like that's more of like a Jerryism, like I dare you to offer me 10 billion so I can turn you down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no how much do you think that. you have to offer him to, to give you the team like do you think he's just at the point where he's like I have so much money it doesn't matter like if you offer me 50 billion dollars I'd be like no nah, I'm good yeah he would be like no nah, I'm good he's also like I mean not to be morbid here but like he's not gonna get to enjoy like 10 billion for that long so like screw <laughs> you yeah, I mean, listen. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm gonna enjoy this while I can. Goodbye. Yeah, like I'm gonna continue to enjoy the things I like to enjoy because that's, I mean, totally fair. I feel like, um, this is a Harry Potter reference, but I feel like football is like his horror crux, and if you took it away from him, then he would die. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, well, if that's the case, football. Not that I'm calling him Voldemort or anything, but you know, just an analogy for you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Um. I really love uh, Harry Potter in general. And also, I think it's a really great reference. And also, I feel like you do hear a lot about that just in general, because like these guys have spent their lives, like especially coaches, like this is what they've done, right? Like they spend 12 hours a day, seven days a week, 10 months out of the year, like just in football and studying it and watching tape and coaching and whatever else. And then like when they're done, they're like, so now what? like what's and you know what I mean like you hear like people feel like they like may not have their purpose or whatever and so um I would a hundred percent agree with that thought uh in terms of you know he it football needs him as much as he needs football as much as some of y'all will hate to hear it she's right say more things like that Megan I'm right <laughs> <laughs> unlike me this last week so so, you know, it's all good. Someone has to be right on this podcast, and it's you today. Hey, thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, well, anyways, those are all the things I think we wanted to cover off on today. What else did we miss, Mega? Or did we did we knock it all out? I think that about covers it. Um, yeah, I really, I have no further thoughts. I, now I'm just like going to have this Colin Cowherd BS stuck in my head all day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruminate on that and come back with some uh, choice words. Yeah, we might just have to drink that one off on this weekend. So, sounds like a a lover boy um, 
session is in order and, you know, just to burn off some steam. You know, some, uh, some dog park action. <laughs> I, I love it. Private dog yes. I love it. All right. Well, um, Thanks guys so much for tuning in. Sorry, someone just called me right now and I'm trying to figure out who they are. Um, anyways, we're good. Uh, <laughs> we do appreciate you guys tuning in. We always greatly enjoy the conversations. Come follow us and hang out with us on social media. You should definitely do it. I'll post pictures of my dog. Megan will post pictures of her dog too. We'll post pictures of our dogs together. It's gonna be a potty. And um, I hope you see what I did there. Super clever, creative. I'm on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles. And Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. Um, rate, review, subscribe us, guys. It really does help us out. Find us on Blogging the Boys uh, across any platform you get your podcasts. And also, I know we're talking a lot about dogs. And while we are animal lovers on said show, there is one particular animal that we're not quite fond of. And um, I believe Megan will just hit us with that infamous outro. Dallas forever, Philly for never, birds are not real. They're simply not real. Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs>